Child Department with Betfair and preview Detonator Stakes Day, BJ Ryan and Terry Layton teaming up to record episode 156 of the 1-1. This is the West Australian Racing Podcast. It's just after 11am on Thursday, February 23. We're at a Geraldton meeting today. It's a Norseman at Esperance tomorrow, Ascot Saturday and Halatorian Classic Day on Sunday. Mm, Halatorian Classic Day. Not nervous at all. Keeping it real, the lid is on, isn't it? No, I'm just just leaving. The yeah, the, the kettle's beginning to boil, and the lid's probably about to protrude from its um, usual position. But tell you what, it's uh, it's a late race day as well. Five thirty-five. Lace. I think the last is after six o'clock. But um, yeah, if he happens to win, um, yeah, there'll be no lids in Pinjarra. I'll tell you what, it'll be lidless. <laughs> Do the limo ride back to uh, back to town will be uh, with something else if the Halitorian salutes on Sunday. Stay tuned, BJ, throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Marcus City Meets, Get Out Stakes competition, and uh, no, Mastermind this week. Next week. Next week. Pavement versus Stewart. Pavement versus Stewart. At this stage. At this stage. Uh, get Out Stakes, have to mention Shane Page. Mm. Back to, to row. back. That's difficult. That's I, went, many? I, I thought he might be the first. Went back through our records because we keep impeccable records here at the one. Very. Mark Miller um, from Melbourne. I think he might be Riley Capararo's bowler <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, uh, Mark, he was our last, he was our first and only back-to-back get-out stakes winner. And uh, But now he's joined by Shane Page. Some effort. It is very difficult. Yeah. A lot of entrance. Yeah. Got to get the horse and the margin. Super popular. How many decimal points, sorry? Yep. He was all over it, Shane. Back to back. So he's going mm. for hat trick. Unbelievable stuff at Ascot Race 9 this Saturday. Betfair, Betfair Edge, Fitzy's Form Lounge, Giddy Up with Gareth, Gurus everywhere. Where can we find you this weekend? Don't know. Whatever, whatever comes on. I'm sure something will be on, on Twitter. <laughs> However, if my phone rings and somebody asks me about racing, I'll talk to them. Well, not everyone, mm. just some people. Okay. Yeah. So, but if people want to hear a bit, a bit about the guru, they can tune uh, in. Yeah, tune in. I, I actually don't know when they're on, so I actually can't help you. I think Fitzy's you're thing the is on. Uh, you're the world's worst salesman, Terry. Oh, I'm, not, well, I'm not trying to be a salesman. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a salesman. Um, I think Fitzy's, uh, it's a good little cast he has on that show. Yeah. Um, it's from 9 till 10 on Fridays, I think. Nine to two. Okay. Yeah. All right. So plenty of um, plenty of opportunities to listen to the guru over the weekend. And of course, don't forget that the one one is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all other podcasting platforms. So please, 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 please download, subscribe, like, follow. And if there's an opportunity to give us a five star rating, well, don't think, just do. All right, it's time for the Ascot Track Report, brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design. Whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Shout out to Craig, Kate, Robert, the team. Ex-Celestial runs a whole $7.50 a place. The team was very excited with that result on, on Saturday. Yeah, it went good, didn't it? It was a nice ride to get into the 1-1 one, one from Chris, but uh, that was a strong little race as well. Two good ones cleared out with uh, Super Session. Our, well, we made it our lay of the day, but in, in our defence, it was uh, we both said we had it around the $10 mark and mm. it was four fifty out to $10. So, um, Who was right? Who was wrong? That's the thing. Yeah, I didn't think it would have went, I say. 
<laughs> it, well, in saying that, it started the fair price. So anyway, I wouldn't have loaded it at 10 bucks. Um, but yeah, going well. Going super. Going, going super. very well. Can race on speed, can race with cover. Goodbye. Excellent. What are we thinking? Back to Ascot, rail in the five metre position. Yeah, rail five, warmish day. Um, Easterlies blowing. Easterlies don't seem to be, I don't know, at Ascot. Um, I don't know, years gone by, I always just thought, oh, Easterly, you lead you in, you know, but it doesn't seem to be as uh, uh, playing, I guess, that way as much, but I still feel like with the warmer day, pretty fresh pad um, at the five metre position. I think you'd want to be closer to than um, closer to the speed than not. Okay. Ideally, just Ascot, just an Ascot in summer. Yeah. Summer Ascot. So where were we yesterday? Yesterday's midweek meeting. Uh, 14. 14 and a cutaway and yesterday's midweek I'm still, I'm still flummoxed by uh, like the, if you read like Scotty Emery's preview, but everyone should have known that that was taking the meeting seriously, that you had to be off speed and wide. Like it's just, it's neg 10 lengths. The cutaway is neg just whatever leading it's impossible to lead like i hope horses i know that, that pete and scott had one in it didn't go well yesterday but i hope they don't sack it off that run like it was 35 that's english bay it was 35 days between runs they bustled it to lead on a day where you could not do that it was pressured a long way out like i i don't know if the horse has got another win in it or how well it's going etc but i hope that's the type of run you just sort of forgive and and say it's building fitness and going through but some of the rides from wide gates because they wanted to be on speed when they had horses that were actually good at sit and sprinting. Just, I found it bewildering. It was just- um, There was one leader one though, yeah? Was it Lady Tornado? Lady Tornado, but again, yeah. it was a sprint mm. and, and Pikey owned it because Regal Access just couldn't lift its mm. legs for the first couple of hundred meters. So um, I think you'll find over a journey, it's gonna be a rarity. In the last Finchie came up on the cutaway, which was a real against pattern run for the day, but I, I think you'll find they went that slowly in that race. And I think it was they, the stop start. And they accelerated yeah. from the six just at the right time and left a lot of them flat footed. So um, yeah, patterns are everything. Like now we're gonna <clears throat> go to a day where <clears throat> if you run Let's use the Rocky Path race an example, right? Rocky <laughs> Path, Blazing Tycoon. Both settle midfield cover um, and come down the outside. And when you run that exact race on Saturday where the rail's going to be on Saturday and those two horses probably don't run the Quinella. Right? The, the horses on speed probably give far more of a kick and they're the ones in the finish. It's, it's almost a different it's track. Worth, it's a different track. It's a different track. It's a different yeah. track. Yeah. track. When the rail's so, out. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, um, don't think we're going to see the same thing we saw Wednesday on Saturday. Okay. I, I should have mentioned this earlier in the, in the preamble, but there is a bit of WA racing flavour on the East Coast mm. this weekend. William Pike not riding at Ascot because he is in Randwick. He's got three rides. One of those is She's a Belter in the Group 1 Surround States. So he's heading back over to Sydney to ride She's a Belter in the, the Group 1 there. Uh, we have Chris Parnham is not riding at Ascot on Saturday either. He is engaged to ride Laced Up Heels in the Group 2 Angus Armanasco 1,400 metres. Has to be a um, major winning chance in that particular race. Brave Halo is, jeez, uh, he got stiff at the barrier draws. Gate 16 for the Sean and Jake Casey train. Brave Halo, still an $8 pop, $9 in some markets there. Um, but geez, it's going to be tough from the gates. And Cerise and White, Midnight Blue is racing first up for John Leake Jr., AKA. The Pisser. The Pisser in the. <laughs> <laughs> race one, the Victoria Gold Cup. So Jeez, he needs to lift some of those, isn't he? <clears throat> They're not going. Just not going. They're not going. No. no. And uh, yeah, it's alarming. Alarm bells. Oaks and Derby coming up, and you, you look bells. at the 
you look at the pointy end, and I love a good pointy end of uh, the markets. I think Brad's Brad's got him up. How long till we see see a sixth, seventh in line is Ocean Queen? Mm-hmm. It's unheard of that Bob wouldn't have one in the top. Like literally, he runs the he runs a trifecta some years. Yes, and then in the Derby, um, what's I'm, he got? I'm, I can't even bother getting it up. But basically, he's not winning it this year mm. again. It's not happening for him. It's not happening for him. No. Um, it does feel like it's it's better for the game. It's opened it's opened things right up. The 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 dominance being you know no longer no longer there. The Pike Peters uh, Williams type dominance that just was year in year out, and it does feel like it's given it's really opened the door for a lot of sort of larger mid lower sort of size or lesser size stables to to feel like they can compete and that they've got a chance. So I don't mind it, but uh, you're right. It's very rare that we've had an Oaks and Derby sort of, you know, all in market without um, Cerise and White's near the, t- near the top of the market. So did you get involved in any of the earlies? No. No? No. No. Did you have a look? I had a look. Yeah, I had a look. Nothing tickle your fancy? No. Nah, one or two I, I think are over the odds, but just two I don't think are going to win. So it's a long drive down to the, the TAB. Okay. Save some fuel. Yeah. All right, then. Well, let's get cracking on the card. Race one is the Amelia Park Plate for the two-year-olds. 1,100 metres, 12.24 p.m. Bounce down. And, uh, yeah, nice horse here uh, coming out of the trials called Kutos from uh, from Team Williams and Bellis Racing Stables there. No Pike, of course. As we mentioned, he's over in Sydney. So CJP, Clint Johnson, supporter. He has the ride. Um, there is a couple coming out of the trials that have shown a bit, but also the, I thought the debut runs of Bonnie Rock, There Was a Time, and Warrily Lass there were, was all, a time. were all very encouraging. So not a bad contest, this, to kick things off for the two-year-olds. Yeah, well, the barriers make things interesting. Mm, Kutos, uh, and Wayne the Pain, the well-named Wayne the Pain. Um, I don't know many Waynes. It'd be a good joke if, if I did. Um, wouldn't actually be a good joke at all. Uh, they um, have drawn wide, and it's always difficult, I find, to uh, to win on debut wide gates set up like that. So uh, some risk um, in those two prices. Just looking at the race brigade behind Odenaka. Good form reference, BJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bonnie Rock, there was a time, and, and Worley Lass. I think the reason Bonnie Rock beat the other two home was purely on the run it got. Field position. Field position, mm-hmm. yeah, the gate and the run it got. So I am um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say I'm very confident, but I'm reasonably confident there was a time can turn the tables on on Bonnie Rock. And I think if, if the race maps correctly uh, with Sean McGrady going on for the very hot Steve Wolf, I think Worley Lass can turn the tables as well. So... They're the two at the pointy end of my market. Um, Simon Miller's got three in the race. You've, you've got to presume that Carberry's on the number one. That's that's no certainty. It could be that he's riding for that particular group of owners. Um, but you've got to presume Carberry's probably on the number one. It, it was snagged back on debut near last and found some traffic issues. Never really got ahead of steam up. From two, it should land in the first couple of leads. I, see, or leads I, back. I think it might even lead with blinkers on it. Yeah, lead leaders back and... For me, it's um, that's the one that deserves favouritism with Kutos drawing 10. And then I've got Worley Lass, second favourite. So um, happy to have something small on those two without a huge amount of confidence, BJ, but happy to go for the the race experience and the one that's uh, uh, the one that's drawn well. Mm. 
Yeah, I think there was a time just there just when we sort of get back, run on, and let's see what see what's under the hood type thing on debut. But from a gate with the blinkers going on, I am expecting Simon A and Patrick Carberry to be very positive. There Intent. was a time in plenty, plenty of intent. State of Fury looked the quickest of the lot. It's yeah. its first 100 metres in its trial was very sharp. Yep. But um, the bars are on whether they were on in the trial, weren't on in the trial. Kudos does look like a lovely horse, though. Um, I remember when I was I was doing a bit of work for for Pete Morley there, Bellis and the Grand Syndicates, and they raced Catullan, who was um, for Grand Syndicates, who is the mother of Kudos. So uh, she was a very good race mare over in Melbourne, and this fellow just looks like he's got a bit class about him. But from ten, don't know where he's sort of showing speed in his trials. Mm. Don't know what they're going to do with him tactically. 360, I don't really know if that's going to get me here. So I'm a bit I'm a bit with you. I think there was a time jumping, running with the blinkers on and Warley Lass, I thought, ran into a bit of bit of traffic there and, and did well to pick itself up and I think finished about fifth, sixth, but should have finished closer there. Sean McGrady, stable jock goes on and I think uh, coming even its trial win um, knocked off Bonnie Rock and a couple of the others in this. There was uh, I think there was a time was in that heat as well. So they're the two as well. And um, just from our point of view, Terry, Wayne the Pain, Wayne the Pain and Dixie Princess, they were in our song story trial. Um, mm. The other day, so interested to see how those ones go. But for mine, I'm operating around. There was a time and Warley Lass as well. Very good. Race two, the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap. This is over the 1600 meters. Birdie Eagle, a bit of a gap between runs. Wide Gate Barrier Ten. He does look like he brings the best form to the race, but uh, has the task ahead of him. There's plenty of runners here in single figures. Awesome chatter. Kenny Jack, Sunsphere, Mountain Ash, Satin Black, and Miss Eugen. Um, so half the 11 horse field are single digits. Well, this is a bad race, BJ. Mm. Gee, it is. Summarize how bad this is in one price is Sunsphere being sub $10. <laughs> like, fuck me, dead. A stayer off 30 days on a Saturday. It's, yep. uh, yeah, it's thin. Birdie Eagle is the best perform, but uh, it's drawn poorly and it missed a run. Yeah. So, for what reason that is, I, I, I don't know. It said future nomination, but. It did say future yeah. nomination, but you got to think that doesn't make a huge amount of sense. There's been never been sort of month between runs um, on purpose. And it was held up at its last run. So, that's usually when you want to get it back to the track sooner rather than later. Yeah, $3 pop. $3 so, that day as well. Yeah, we I think we backed it sevens into threes. So, it was um, a bit of a flattening watch, but. That's racing. Um, awesome chatter. There's been a little bit of money for early. Uh, they're teaching it to settle. It actually settled in a trial and it won well. The horse that beats extremely slow. So that's something to be mindful of. And then settled it, settled in Jero and it beat Blue Cheyenne, who's going reasonably in the Crayfish Coast. But whether we want to look at that form mm. line as the, uh, <laughs> as the, the go to, I don't know. Uh, look, there's plenty of speed in this. I, I just thought naturally well it's going to be mountain ash for me just on the fact that it bucks last start i like campbell going on for taylor child i think he's got a length on her campbell's won on him before in broom campbell's well. last go on him he won by six yeah. in broom um so it ticked a few boxes but yeah i don't know i don't, I don't feel like i want to dive in at five i'm a four dollar favorite mountain ash but i really i don't feel like i'm excited about diving in at five bucks either and and, and my, one of the main reasons for that, BJ, is if you look at horse number 10. I was about to Ebony, ask you about this Ebony Magi and horse, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with Ebony Magi. That's just, 
just continually just continually trying to lead and they continually beaten by 10. The only time Ebony Maggi's really shown good form was with, with Sits. So it's, it's wild. This has, got, this has got danger written all over it. Peter, yeah. Pe- Ebony Maggi, barrier two, Pete Edwards on board. Hoist the Colours has got the shades on. They, yeah. They're a far better horse out in front with Hoist mm. the Colours. So I, I think both will be aware that they're going to have Mount Nash climbing across. But I think if Luke gets caught in the breeze – He's not going to win. I yep. think he just needs to get to the front, maybe not be as aggressive as Taylor, but I'd be fine if he did ride it in the same manner, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, look, but behind there, you're guessing Kenny Jack's going to be last. Big weight swings against it with Mountain Ash. Satin Black's going okay. I think the mile's right in its limit. Yeah. But it's yeah. going okay. Miss Eugen should have won last start. It was a really poor tactical ride, I thought, um, on a day where – um, it was Ascot midweek, rail was out, and everyone knew that the best place to be was in a three-wide line. You're back last. You have the opportunity to follow the three-wide line into the race, and you went back to the fence looking for runs in a 300-metre straight. I thought that was really disappointing, mainly for the fact that I declared it at 25 to 1 that we're <laughs> shapping if it went the three-wide line. But um, yeah, it's going easily well enough to win a race like this. Rocky Pass sort of franked that form. Snipper Gem is going well enough down in Albany. Dreamer Evil is going well. Um, so all the form, despite it being in Albany and Jero, is, is good enough for a race of this nature. But I don't know. For the sake of a tip, BJ, I'm going to give you Mountain Ash. But I, I was sort of hoping, hoping, and it was in hope, because I think it will be popular purely on how bad this race is, yeah. and it's the one that will probably get to the front. It was definitely going to. And the thing with it is, if Ebony Magic was in the race, it it did. But makes- Ebony Magic could also win at the race in the fact that if if it's the one on its back, it's going to be stopping on them badly, and yep. that's a great roadblock for you as well. So it's a horse that could be a shocker, or it could work out really nicely for mm. you as well. So I hope, and I hope the instructions are to look just be aggressive, and if. Yeah, in saying that, if Petter comes out and is desperate to leave, maybe you can't just you can't just <laughs> well, I mean, that, that uh, make it happened happen, last so. night. There was two horses cutting throats, Ebony Maggi and a horse on its outside. But I noticed that that was with the blinkers on. Ebony yeah, Maggi. I saw got blinkers, off, but. blinkers off, winkers on. But yeah, this this could be wild. Mm. Uh, if Brad Parnham can be positive early and believe that he can get across and oh, with, there'll be with, a spot with, for sure. There's got to be a spot there. Yeah. Then I think. Birdie Eagle, mm-hmm. if we can, if it can get a bit of a, a cop a bit of a drift, better mm-hmm. drift late, I think Birdie Eagle might get me. I think he's, Look, a, even I think he's the best horse in the race. It's, I'm not even worried about the barrier, yeah. to be honest, because the no. way this race will be run, there'll be gaps galore. Yeah. Everything should get in. As long as they don't snag. At some point. Yeah. You'd be disappointed if they snag. I mean, the issue with Birdie Eagle for me is just the, um, is the 28 days and whether it is 100% fit, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, tough old race, BJ. All right. Mount Nash favourite, Birdie Eagle, my second favourite, but. If I knew Birdie Eagle and why it missed its run and I had confidence in that reason and it was a good reason and it's ready to go, then I would swap those two around. Yeah, Birdie, so, yeah, okay. Birdie Eagle for me just – It's a losing race. Collaring Mountain Ash late. Okay. Race three is the Glenroy. Chaff. <laughs> <laughs> Chaff handicap. It's a 72-plus 1,200-metre contest. Originally with the eight acceptors, mm. Caracapo. For the Temp Taylor Yard is out and we'll be Brave. going around in the classic, taking mm-hmm. on Halatorium. Yeah. Mad. Audacious. Mad. Um, now it's a good setup for it in the um in the classic uh tomorrow. I think it's a yeah, it's a nice little race. Karakarpa hasn't drawn too many good gates. I don't know if it's winning, but um two one, one, yeah. one hey? yeah. Dro- jumping from one or jumping two? from one, yeah. yeah. It can be sort of three the fence or it can even be leaders back maybe so um yeah five better set up tomorrow i think uh sunday sorry okay so only seven left in this field at the time of recording all eyes on 
the exciting Bernier to survive, who is returning from a 63-day absence. It was uh, last nominated on the 14th of January. Ascot scratched with a near-hind hoof abscess. Prior to that, was absolutely flying, was one of the most informed horses in the state. Uh, no pike, Clint Johnson Porter, gate one, seven horse field can be a little bit tricky. And it's probably built in a little bit to its current price of around the 230, 240 mark. The fact that there is a bit of a question mark about the gap between runs, the setback, and maybe a little a map query as well, Terry. And weight. Mm-hmm. And weight as well. Yeah. It's it's going to be, you'd think it's going to be three of the fence. It could be four of the fence if Acromantula crosses time, time scale, scale, which I, I don't think it will. I think they'll be happy just to amble. Um, Amble to the outside of time scale. Acromanch is another one I'm a bit surprised they're not going to the Pinjara Classic with. It's an 87 radar. It's in a 1,200-meter race here. Did they nom? No, they didn't even nom. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they probably think the 1,200 is right in its limit. But the way it's racing at the moment, it probably should have won last start. Um, the way it's racing at the moment. Stiff the start before as well. It's looking like it It likes the uh, really likes the uh, 1,200 meters, which is exciting because I think they've really they've, – they've milked everything they could out of the 1,000-meter aspect of this horse. It's won six. It's won over $300,000. Um, yeah, it's time to see whether you, you can run out of twelve hundred because there's minimal options at the thousand. It's also it up to that it's also a hard way to keep winning, mm-hmm. jumping, running over a thousand meters. Yep. Like it's it's um, yeah, if you, you got to add a few more strings to your bow, otherwise you just get it's an exhausting way to to, to race. I think. I think it's time to get to yeah. I think there's a nice little series for it, even if it's early next year. Just those ninety plus. You know they have the line of ninety plus sprints mm-hmm. around a thousand up to sort of thirteen hundred. Um, put a senior on, get in on the minimum and, and ride it with cover just behind him because it looks like it handled that really nicely when Pike was on and then when Taj was on. He just didn't get clear air or the run he wanted to. Otherwise, it would have won. Um, it would have won two weeks ago. But fascinating, interesting little weight swing for you in this race, BJ. So time scale has been freshened up. Um, I like when Simon freshens them up, actually, to be honest with you. And I think it'll they'll lead with the 54. I think they'll, they'll show a bit of intent. But if you look at the run from the 3rd of December, Brad Parnham Road, Wide Gate, and time scale uh, carried 56. So it's down two kilos on that run. Burn you to survive, won the race by 1.7. It got a nice pattern that day. Um, they went mad. It's up to 59 and a half. So plus four and a half, take two. Um, that's a six and a half kilo swing for, for 1.7 lengths on a day where um, – on a race that was more suited to Bernie to survive. So that's just a fascinating little look um, at a recent clash. That's not all that long ago. Um, yeah, I, I, it's sticky. It's sticky. I would have loved for one of Acromantula or Timescale not to be in the race mm-hmm. um, and back to the other, to be honest. But, um, yeah, look, I think Acromantula can win it. But it's hard from the breeze and you've got to think that's where it's going to be. Tad Weir is going to be right on their back going super. Um, good placement. Brad Parnham goes on. Uh, and then Bernie to survive will have the final pop and will be popular, should be popular. Um, but just, yeah, as you said, just a couple of little things which make it, yeah, do you want to dive in at 2.30? I'm not sure if I do. So, um, yeah, fascinating little race. But, yeah, I'd love a scratching of one of those two. That'd be mm. nice. I think Warm and Fuzzy is a little roadblock as well. It's going well enough, but I don't think it's winning. I thought it, had, it really had its chance last start. I thought it was good the other day. He just sort of had to go a little bit. A little bit early and didn't quite corner as neatly as possible and just got sort of swamped late. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was the race to win, though. The mm-hmm. leaders sort of stopping. Acromantula got chopped and it was Creator who sort of didn't get a gap till real late. I thought it was there for – you know, I thought the race was there for Warm and Fuzzy mm-hmm. to win. So, um, yeah. Anyway. 
Gonna gonna hold fire here with I think Betfair is gonna be interesting late, Bernie to survive. I think two fifty, two sixty would get me. Could go the other way. And yeah. It starts a dollar eighty six. Well, I, yeah. I marked him like two dollars, flat two dollars. Okay, I was two seventy. So yeah. I'm not I'm not, I'm definitely not taking him on with, with Venom. Yeah. Um Yeah. Your gut tells you he's, he's probably gonna win the race, but you also want to be mindful about um not taking unders. You know, those two wins, as good as they were, and I'm not trying to knock Bernie to survive heavily here, but as good as those two wins were, they were two heavily, like really hard run races. In saying that, Timescale and um, Acromantula should ensure this is a, a nicely run race as well, but they were two really hard run races. Pike got central and he just sailed past. And so Swoops. Whether this is the same setup with five kilos more, um, I don't know. So just a, just a little risk at the, at the low twos. Mm. Okay. Yeah, interesting race. I don't have a, a firm opinion, but I think I don't have a firm opinion on anything. Yeah, that. I think that's. I've, I've under, I think I've underestimated Bernier to survive. Been a bit late to the party, and from what I've seen in the the sectionals and the and you know his IBR sort of data that the numbers that have come through that I get to look at, I was like, oh, this horse is is the real deal. So if I can get two fifty against a lot of these horses that are pretty much mm. where they are from on the on the scale, then. Yeah, that might get me there um, in race three of the day. The Glen Roy handicap. That, I think that's my problem. If I'm ever late to the party, I just don't turn up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just too stubborn just to come a couple of hours late. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be a um, that might be a good tactic. Okay, race four is a graduation. One MW, fourteen hundred meters, known as the PKF Perth handicap. PKF. So I tell you what, I wanted to be on Magnificent Andy wherever it went. Next start. Mm-hmm. Gate 12 of 12, 59 kgs has um, got me reconsidering, Terry. I think it might work out for it though, BJ. Yeah, okay, tell um, me how. Oh, I'm not I'm not with it. It's not at my price, but uh, I definitely think it's a live, um, a live hope. I think you'll have call again working forward. Maybe Mac Mac was super in a trial in cold, so what their plan is, I'm, I'm not too sure. Guard the safe from nine will be forced into rolling forward. Um, funny old ride last start, as I think we alluded to. Mm. It was a weird race. One of the worst winning rides I've seen. Desperate to get cover. Um, that deep in the race, you were just better off to hold up. But somehow the horse kicked back through and kicked. And def- I know it's only one by a lip, but it's a better win than that, mm. like to to do what it did in the run. It's, um, a, it's rare to see a horse win in that fashion. It is 100%. Yeah. It's extremely rare. Just and he's kind of lucky he didn't get crossed. Yeah, very yeah, lucky. Yeah. Noble Bourne got across him. Yeah. He doesn't win the race. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, the speed in it for me is a few horses that I don't have that much confidence that they're best suited in that role. Mm-hmm. So, if they're stopping on the rest of the field, um, it could be a race of bunches, which obviously sets it up for something coming centrally. But, yeah, the, I don't think the current price, which is you're about to tell me. It's about 750 ish, yeah. 750 ish. I think yeah. that's just about, I think I was about $7. So, I yeah. think it's just about fair. Flower and the wind's been well backed since uh, opening yeah. uh, markets. It's a horse that tends to drift wildly on Betfair. Mm-hmm. This, whether it does on this occasion, I don't know. I won't be diving in at the 440. I marked it a 440 favourite. Feels like, feels I like, feel like three, bad luck. Feels like three back fence. Yeah, I feel luck. like bad luck's going to yeah. play a major part. Um, in this again so definitely want my price there i'm happy to back anything here to be honest what that's sort of 
varying to my price. I like romancing the rock as a horse, but I think it would prefer to draw 10 than one. Big unit likes running room. So from one, I'll take it on. Differentiator, Pike off, Jessica Valenti on. I will take on every day of the week. It can win. Tell me tell me a super. bit about B seated from the Crayfish case. B seated's flying. It's up to 70 plus grade now. Um, interesting that Peter Edwards has come into town for one ride on the Ruffy earlier and they've put the apprentice on here. So it has been ridden forward once. I doubt they're going to come to town and ride it against um, its usual partner getting back, but they might have that thought process and that's why the apprentice has gone on. That's a interesting one, but we've seen um, Edmund go well. We've seen Dream to Me win races and, and this is a similar type of race and it's been competitive in similar type of races at Jelton. So it's Corn Cobb so. as well. Corn yeah. Cobb, yeah, exactly looks. right. So minus looks, yeah. Jelton's been a breeding ground for yeah. success in the um, in the city this season. So um, I think Rule Lee back to the 1400 in this grade. If you look at its last couple of runs, significantly harder races. It's, it's a really tractable horse. It jumps, it lands, it'll peel. Um, whether it's got the kick to win and whether the inside is a spot to be if call again crosses, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and Shake the Bloom, I think, can definitely win this race. It won first up last campaign over the mile. Super win, came out one second up, um, got up on the fence that day. If they're bunching even, yeah, and coming even central. Win second up, yeah, it? exactly right. So it can win the race too. So very difficult race and I'm, I'm playing on um, playing on market. I've, I've marked Flair in the win favourite, but I won't be backing it at, at 4.40. All right. I think I'm going to definitely follow up with Mag- Magnificent Andy. And... Especially if we can get double figures, maybe on Betfair. This will be a purely Betfair race. Yeah, Betfair.com.au. And I like Rule A as well. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Coming out of um, Price of Rule A. I was, where are we? I was Magnificent Andy and Flower in the Wind 550. Mm-hmm. And I was. 750 rule A. Seven bucks rule yeah. A. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. for me, it was. I still feel like the 12 will probably get even. Uh, if you say about every horse, you'll get better, you'll get better, you'll get better. The question to ask is where will the money come? Mm. Who will the money come for? My, I guess in my market, though, where I've got those the prices I've just said, I've got differentiator and romance in the rock by $16. Yeah. Got Mac Mac 31. So they're all going to be considerably shorter, which could push the others out. But um, yeah. Not sure who the money will come for here. Magnificent Handy and Rulee for me. Yep, I don't know who I'm going to back yet. Okay. Whichever price, whichever one Bet says, says can't win. Bet Stair, Bet Fair. Yeah, Bet Fair. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. So yes, this is the time of the show where we usually take a break for the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition uh we're having a week off mitchell pateman and james stewart perhaps will be uh they'll be um crossing swords on next week's edition of the mundaring hotel debris racing mastermind and uh just a shout out to walks that voucher will be in the mail this afternoon don't panic so yeah the uh the mundaring in butchie o'connor of course up there at the mundaring hotel heart of the hill since 1899 jacoby street mundaring but i don't think you'll find butchie there the next couple of days i've got a feeling he uh won't be able to uh leave the um magic moon sales yard Mm. without putting his hand up and uh going toe-to-toe with uh, grant burns the uh the auctioneer there so he really looks forward to Yielding sales time does Butchie. So if you're looking for him and you can't find him at the Mundaring, you'll know where he'll be today and tomorrow. Alrighty, we're back here with race five. It's the Pierce Racing Yearling Parade Sunday, February 26th Handicap. 2200 meter rating, 66 plus 
event. Casino 17 has been quite the find for Team Williams dominant in a similar race with Paul Harvey on last start. Taj Dyson, a tremendous opportunity for Apprentice Taj. He takes the, the ride with the 62.5 kgs and, and his claim, bringing him into contention there. And he's the clear-cut favorite. Let's deal, looks like he found some of that form that um, he displayed as an early three-year-old uh, back at Albany for the Inform Wolf-McGrady combination, blazing away Piccolo Senora. They both chased home Casino 17 last start. And perhaps a uh, improved performance from bold success could be on the cards as well in race five of the day. View. If it was your horse, would you have um, would you have claimed the two kilos, not three, two kilos, or would you have stuck with Paul Harvey? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a harsh marker when it comes to apprentices. I think I would have stuck with Paul. Me too. Yeah, me too. I don't. I just don't understand claiming in general if you don't think it's going to suit the horse. But um, it's funny you go into this race and you think, all right, Casino Seventeen. What price is it now? It's going to be very short. We've got to try and get it beaten. But do you realize how dominantly it's winning? Right. Like, and I thought, oh, is it pulling the boys, uh, Pike and Harvey, out and they're having to go early? But it's just traveling that well. Um, it's, it's an interesting one. You either make the decision early doors here, you go, okay, I want to um, – I'm not going to take that price because I think with Taj on it, it'll get a bit of a drift. There'll be some money for five or six others in this. And do you just wait for Betfair and say, I'm going to back a real form horse and trust the kid or do you look to take it on? Naturally, we look to – well, I look to take it on. Yeah, naturally. Um but it's it's winning really like really dominantly. So uh, fascinating what the what happened. I tell you what, that was a fast, Perth, that was a, Perth a Perth very fast race the other day too that he won yep. and the smashed the clock there with sixty. Still, what did he win by in the finish? Was it two point two point seven lengths as well? Jeez, it was strong, real strong. That's mm, a and it was eighteen to twenty two as well. So yeah, mm. yeah, no, it's it's ticking a lot of boxes, but. Uh, it can be a different race. The inexperienced apprentice goes on and um, it can just be a different, different race. Find a little bit of trouble, um, doesn't get out at the right time, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, definitely a big watch on it. I think reliable start will improve with the senior on. Blinkers off as well. I thought Blink it got a bit keen. Last two wins. Mm. It's last two wins uh, had the blinkers off then they just lobbed them on. So maybe that's a real secret to the horse. I've been waiting for uh, Pike or CJP to go back on, but it also might just not be that good, and that might be it. Might be right near its mark yeah. as well. So I'm, I'm mindful might about that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Bolt Success is the one that will get me. I'm a bit flat actually, BJ. Someone, it's it's gone off. You saw me rush upstairs before to send a uh, send a little email, and I, I didn't have um, any success. So I, I think it'll recover. And in saying that, if it doesn't recover, fifteen dollars each way, fourteen, fifteen dollars each ways is enough for me. Um, always happy to ride off a horse's run, especially a horse that likes to lead when it's um, when it gets crossed and doesn't get that usual pattern, especially bold success. I think a year or two ago, Lockie really figured the horse out and how it needs to be ridden to win. So I think the wide gate, I think the apprentice, I think they're all really good positives in a race without much speed. I think they'll find the top BJ. I don't think they'll want to lead on Olden or Nagata or Chuckaluck will want to lead, but it's it's awfully slow early, like it's up and down, same spot. Like it could be three, four, the fence type thing. Like if she can kick through and lead, Chuckaluck suddenly can win the race, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, but I think Bolt Success will get to the front. I think he'll look to really ramp it up from the 800. And um, it's one that if there isn't the mid-race move from Royal Schweizer to be a pest or if, if Luke's aware that the mid-race move is going to come and just say don't allow them to cross you and ensure you're off and going by then. Uh, I think it's, it's a genuine chance of pinching this. I think it's – Fifth or sixth up, it's 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 
at its run where it's ready to win one. Uh, the conditions of the day could be that the rail and on pace is, is a nicer spot to be. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I've marked it second favourite. I think it'll get me each way, but I'm also not super confident. What did you mark, BJ? Let's deal. Uh, I was eight or nine dollars. Mm. Let's deal as well, thinking I'd love to have something on, but um, that was never a, a possibility. Um, I, its last win, it beat nothing, but its prior went run, um, where it's been beating six, seven lengths, was real good. It was a just a bit of a shoddy ride, and then last start, it uh, it was dominant, dominant, dominant. It's uh, it, it's last time I stepped up to the staying journey, so I don't think it was going. So I'm not too perturbed about the fact it failed then, because I don't think the horse was going no matter what journey it was it was going over. So it could be better as well. It could be better and it could definitely win the race. Um, $6 just with a few ums and ahs is, is a bit below what I want, but if it somehow gets back out to a price again, it'll it'll come under consideration. That's, that's what I'm hoping for as well. He's, he's only, it's a, he's it only looks, four, it's got but the he's, profile of yeah. a, a popular betting horse yeah. to some degree. It's all going to be about Casino 17. If, yeah. you, if it starts $2.14 on Betfair, you've, you can choose your horse you want yeah. and get your price. If it, if it jumps $2.90 or $3.20, which it may do with the apprentice on you, then make the decision, as I said before. Do you, is that the one you back or do you, um, yeah, or do you, do you look around it? So, yeah, decisions, BJ. Yeah. I just like the way it's been a while since Let's Steel has travelled like that in a race, mm. just had his head up. He was strong and balanced. He didn't. He did want to run in a little bit, but not as noticeably as he can do. And he just was strong underneath Sean McGrady, and just like whatever has been going on for Let's Steal, just looked like he was he was free. You know, he was free to to just and um, felt comfortable enough to really stretch out. So if, if he can if he can bounce and a good tempo, likely set from um, you know from bold success and perhaps chuck a luck, if Sean can. Maybe get him off the get him off the the rail like he was the other day and, and building into the race. He he could be the horse to take to be the the right field position to take advantage of the tempo and sort of work them over late. So I was really quite keen on let's deal, but that's a, the, bit, the a bit like you was more the the price so. and the barrier. Like yeah. you've just said, then if this drew barrier eight, I reckon I would have had it a lot shorter than yeah. I did. I think barrier one is is very questionable. It's very yeah. hard in a near capacity field, especially when you look directly to your outside. You've got two good gate speed horses in Olden and Nagata. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be easy just to push off and, and just be I one off. But I think he's hoping the best result is maybe stretched stretched field, perhaps if yeah. um, if the tempo ramps up and then. Some gaps appear, but that's if we if you can get off the fence and rolling. He's a big horse. I think he's uh, he's just like one. Queen of Jerusalem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was nom for this race. I'll tell you what, I would have been very keen. I would have been very keen on it to uh, to push the favourite even with normal luck. But I'll, um, I'll, I'll probably add something on Piccola Signora as well. I think she's going to win one soon, and I just want to be on when she does. Yeah, lots of chances yeah. here. I, I, I will be on bold success each way and something on Trav Murray's horse. First time yeah. at staying trip, six points out of its grade. I, I'm a massive fan. There's been a bit of money for it this morning. I was just messaging Trav actually and he reckons it was wasn't it, his either. Was so, money? Um, oh, I think it's just replay watchers money, yeah. I'd suggest, but it will get back to our price. We'll get 20 bucks about it later, I reckon. So uh, we got shuffled back through them over the 1800 and um, the way it hit the line, I just, I love that type of run when they get shuffled back and still find it like that. It's effort at Pinjarra before was absolutely horrible. Horrible. I was, that's I what, was on that day Yeah, too. that's what that's what worries me is that bad run. But then you go back to its run at Albany at the start before, very similar feel to what Let's Deal beat. Have a look at the hip and shoulder it got in the run that day. Mm -hmm. It had no entitlement to even want to be there after that. And it, it won going 
running away from them. So it's, it's rare for a Darren McAuliffe horse that it takes 19, 20 starts to get to a staying journey if it is a stayer. Like he, he rushes them there. Mm-hmm. So that that's an interesting aspect. But I, I, its last run and that run three uh, three starts ago, and the fact Barrier 5 is perfect for it, like 1-1, one, one, um, like it's got good gate speed. It can put itself in the right spot, gets along with Holly. Um, yeah, I 53 think kgs. In saying that, I'm $10, $11, so I'm not backing it at 10 bucks. So, but I'm, I'm sure it's one on Betfair that'll rebound really well. This Betf- Betfair watches is this market is going to be very interesting. Like Betfair, to be honest, it's casino, a Betfair day. What, casino 17 with Taj on, it's just there that it could go, it could go haywire mm. here. So, uh, but yeah, I'm hoping to if we can get a bit of pushing out eight, nine, ten dollars, maybe let's deal. Unlikely, but that would probably get me and a little speckle on. Piccola Signora as well. I didn't. I thought she tried hard chasing home Casino Seventeen the other day. So, yeah, bold success each way, and something Nagata. Um, but yeah, this is another race. It's going to be. It's going to be a losing day. I've already acknowledged that. Like sometimes when you acknowledge that you're just not going to have a good day on the punt, and you just feel better about it. <laughs> you know, there's no disappointment to come. They're already in the spreadsheet as hell, so you're all good. Oh well, you've got the limo coming Sunday, so exactly you'll be right. right. Uh, just right. transfer grab the money for it. <laughs> Race six. Race oh, I six. Do. Oh, race six. I do like one here, actually. Okay. Look out. Finally, race six finally. is the Lex Piper Stakes listed race for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings over the mile. Set weights and penalties. I'm hoping you like the one that I like as well. That's uh, This conversation is going to be going to yeah. be fascinating. We've got Paul Huckles, all the King's men coming off a bit of a flat run in the, in the challenge. Visors have gone back on, gets in super well under their conditions. Up to the mile he has had a crack at the mile when he ran fourth in the wa guineas gage roads no luck at all in graduation company when he was a two dollar 70 favorite uh, over a mile at ascot a couple of weeks ago those two uh, are currently leading the market there there's some other interesting runners as well planet cash and flyaway home coming out of the same race I thought was was quite good late in the, in the challenge for reese radford for whose horses are going quite well and uh, interesting runner for me is number 11 sizzle me patrick patrick yeah just on the surface just a very simplistic look at the race and who was a better run last up between wozek and all the king's men bj very simplistically was a better run comfortably a better run and it's 26 to 1 and it's three bucks i know you can't from a market or look at a race purely on that but it's a it's a, sometimes it's a good way to go about things who was the better run last time they met with well, the exact same run in the exact same con- well very similar conditions so fascinating race speed map to begin with i think um lord randolph goes to the top mm-hmm. first run for a couple of months craig staples summer dixon you got to think it's stopping on them so i don't know if uh i think gage roads might even suffer a similar fate potentially uh patty will be keen to get off the fence and get rolling um all the king's men for me is going to be – they'll jump in neutral, we'll get caught deep, and they'll roll to the breeze. That's what I reckon is going to happen here. Mm, okay. um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm Look, all the King's men's got the runs on the board. It's its best runs have been better than all of these. Uh, I think we know that. But for me, it's a sticky map. It's coming off a of failure, and it's three bucks. So we just take it on. Like It beats me, it beats me. I don't care less. Like, good luck to – PK Huckle. I reckon he gets too much airtime on the podcast, so let's just say his name another seven times as we do this race. But, uh, yeah, if it beats me, then so be it. I'm, I'm not all that perturbed. Um, I'll take on Gage Rhodes, especially with Pike off as well. And if you go back and look at their runs from the Breeders and this and that, I yeah, I don't mind Gage Rhodes as a horse, but I'm not – Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I'm not completely sold. 
I think if it drew four or five, it might four, five, six in this race, it might have even got me. I think. So. Yeah, yeah, potentially. I'm, yeah, Pikeoff. It's it's rare that Terry will be on. I think in most situations. So I just third person to myself there. But uh, I know the horse you're going to tip. I'm going to look around it. Um, Who's that? You're going to tip Sizzle Me Patrick. <laughs> I reckon everyone's just going to want to be on Sizzle Me Patrick because uh, Beat Heavenly Miss in a in a maiden. Um, no, no, I just I just think it's just got a, a bit of got something about it. Yeah. I think I've heard a little bit on the on the Whisper Vine. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have turned in an offer from from HK. Is that right? I believe so. I believe so. So I can't tell you who Patrick. My source was but um, <laughs> maybe Sammy Jacobs was, but uh, yeah, I, I reckon I would have taken the money. Um, yeah, Sizzle Me Patrick, I think, will actually be popular in betting and uh, good on good on those that are keen. <laughs> um, I'm definitely not taking it on. I'm about 12 bucks. So, yeah, yeah it, it, is, went up it, 20, 12, it went up 20 yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if it went up 20 across it and stayed there, I actually would have tried to get on each way. Um, but yeah, for me, easy, easy bet for me here is Planet Cash following up again. I just think, how is it? How is it oh, almost not favourite? Like I think, and I think it'll get to a significantly longer price. Uh, just knock my microphone then because mm-hmm. I got so excited. Um, the first thing I want to so with the speed map, I, I think the leader will stop, come back on him. I think all the king's men, when we're going to risk, I think it may end up forward, it may not. Um, Demolish forward uh, potentially, but it went really well with the sit last start. So they're going to want to ride it forward and be a sitting duck late. I actually think it would have finished top three if they just went forward on it. Maybe, but it wasn't. Also, it was first up last start, so maybe yeah. that was the thought process. But I can understand we're going back. I can understand we're going forward. So either way, if it goes forward, it's a sitting duck again. If it goes back, it's not going to win the race. So to know it's a tough one either way, i think this will be a bunched field and i think it'll allow something to to swoop at them so you'll go well hang on fly away home ran a quicker last two than planet cash that's the one isn't it but fly away home built momentum in a three wide line around them and came out and planet cash copped an absolute hip and shoulder have a look at the section of fly away home and the quickest six to four four to two um so it had the momentum into it planet cash had to stop Go back to the inside, and it was only just a flyover home's last 200. I, they're the type of runs that I look at, and, and I, I love them. Like I just mentioned that with Nagata at Albany, three back. I love when they cop interference in a race. Overcome difficulties. Over- Thank you. I think really well put. I think overcome difficulties. I think fly away home. While it did have clear air, it really needed satin black to get going to drag it right into the race. It 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 had more favors than Planet Cash. It did, but it still had to do a lot of the heavy lifting itself. Um, To and that's what. But you're right. Planet Cash was excellent in victory. And um, it's one of those runs I don't think gets the credit. It does. I won. Yeah, fair enough. It, you know, did this and that. But I think the win was better than it looks to some degree. Yeah. And um, it's, it's, it's followed up. It's sort of franked what we saw from it in the Breeders. Well, who was run. the best run in the Breeders? I went back and had a good look at that again. I thought it was a better run again. than Gage Roads. It was actually, a significantly yeah. better run than Gage Roads. It was the winner was, it was, and the, winner was, was the best run. All the Kingsmen was massive. Like, I, I, I reckon just the way Planet Cash was traveling, I don't think all the King's men was necessarily that much of a better run than it. We don't, we don't know. One's held up bolting. The other one's making its run down the outside. Feels playful has gone on to Frank the form, which is good for all of those involved in the, yeah. in the breeders. Um, but the fact is all the King's men's put in a flat one since. So it's not its most, um, it's not its most recent run. So I think playoffs Patron, uh, will be a big derby player going forward. It's been placed behind Queen Alina over the 2300. Yeah, yeah. Uh, liked its first up run. Uh, it can. It wouldn't surprise me to see it win the race, to be honest as well with you. But it, uh, and then, as I said, for those looking for a bit of value, I'm not going to – definitely wouldn't talk you out of Wozzeck at, 
uh, purely on its last run and the way Sean's riding. And the fact that it drew wide last start, it can probably, if you look at it, it actually jumped okay. It can probably land a spot. It did. Uh, and then it, yeah, you sort of grabbed hold. He and, had to snag. Yeah, yeah. So it can land a few spots closer. And then Sizzle Me Patrick's a real X-Factor horse. So these are my race. I love betting on these three-year-old Lex Piper. The, the Thousand Guineas, which we'll talk about next, probably my favourite race over. Well, it's probably my favourite race to bet on every year. Um, it's where you can really find some value if you pinpoint a horse you think's on the way up. So. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing with Patrick. Sizzle me, Patrick. Yeah. It's my, uh, I just think it can lob in a really, really good spot from from the draw. I reckon it's going to love, love. Hopefully there's a, a genuine tempo. And I think Sizzle me, Patrick can uh, give some of the more, I guess, higher qualified runners a, uh, a run for their money. Jeez, you, you say that, but this is a race that is can be won by horses and the thousand guineas on the way up. Exactly. They've only won a maiden or have only Timing. done yeah. this. You know, I mean, Gage Rhodes, you say more qualified, like oh, Sizzle Me Patrick's uh, Gage Rhodes has only won a class, a class one. Mm -hmm. It fell in over fries with that, you know, fell in over old Hungry Jacks. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they're not necessarily, and Planet Cash is, is more qualified because it won that Saturday, Saturday race. race. Yeah. Sizzle Me Patrick hasn't had that opportunity. So, exactly. yeah, definitely not going to talk you out of, um, Sizzle me, Patrick. But uh, I, I'm. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you are. But anyway. <laughs> no, definitely, no, 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 I'm not. I, I, I thought it would be. I'm surprised. I thought Sizzle me, Patrick would be shorter. I thought I was. $8. It's the horse that I, was $8, I feel like okay. people are going to want to be on. Yeah. Um, with the setup. So, um, but yeah, I'm just hoping that uh, Planet Cash gets the right toe into the race, and I'm, I'm confident it, it could be the best horse here. So I reckon we'll see each way as well. So Planet Cash each way for me. Okay. Witten's Irrigation and Design, they're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Race 7 is the Schweppes Ascot 1000 Guineas. Another set weights and penalties, three-year-olds, this time for the Phillies, over the 1800 metres en route to the Oaks. They'll be going Ascot 1000 Guineas. 1800, Natasha, 2200 meters, W Oaks, 2400 meters. Admiration, Express, and Feels Playful, they went stride, were basically stride for stride for the entire challenge stakes. Last start, Feels Playful, the victor there, rising to the 1800 meters. Admiration Express now has the run under her belt. Thoughts on the $2.20 fave here, Admiration Express, Terry. Jeez, I. Bit flat. There's two good ones in this. Mm. Like this is a race we like to find a bit of value. Years gone by, BJ. So, don't think there's any um, constant dreamings or Lonsdale Lady results uh, occurring here. Unfortunately, I think there's a few roughies that can run a little race. She's fit the main one. Yeah. Um, that I think can run a race, but just probably not at their stage. Just to be knocking off Fields Playful or Admiration Express. Pretty confident that'll be a Quinella again um, with Megami and Lyndon Lady getting mm. a long way back. But look, I, I think the market's bang on. It's basically what I marked. I think I was about 230, 240 versus about four bucks. Um, Admiration Express, as you said, we'll get cover here, didn't get cover first up. Uh, it, it makes a lot of sense just to park and it'll get them. But how, how does the map end up looking? Feels playful a lead and the horse in the breeze, who I know Roy 
thinks is absolutely flying at the moment. Let her boogie. Super. That's that's the likely breeze horse. Yeah. There's a big chance she's fit kicks up um, and lands the back of Admiration Express and uh, leaves. Uh, sorry, the back of um, feels playful. Feels playful and leaves Admiration Express on the back of Let Her Boogie. Who I think feels playful will will, um, will kick clear off pretty comfortably, which means Admiration Express will just be have to come out exposed a little bit yep. earlier. And I guess the one aspect with that is there's a chance that it could almost be there could be a three deep line. Um, around them as well. So Admiration Express either might have to go real early to avoid that or might be underneath horses and, and yeah, I don't know. I think the map looks good, but at the same time, there's a chance that a fine touch or a fleur delacour or something is is punching up uh, deep and, um, yeah, it's not as smooth sailing for Admiration Express. So think she'll win, but I also – I don't want to underrate feels playful and the strength of that victory as well. So, uh, yeah, current market, bang on for me. Bang on. Think yeah. Admiration Express will win, but um, a lot of respect for feels playful and the map could really work in her favour here. That's it. That'll be the Quinella, I'm pretty sure. I love Megami as a racehorse. Yeah. I just love Megami, but it's a really – A, she's a difficult horse to ride and it's Brad's first steer. I think it, it – like it's really helpful having some experience on her and be the 1800 with two good ones out in front she's yeah she's a bare bones price at six bucks yeah they're the two that are going to be launching later aren't they megami and linden lady and they're going to be like oh yep. look out over the 2200 meters next start mm -hmm. um you're right i think the winner feels playful and if she gets the rail again in front and holly can sort of try to replicate similar tactics it's yeah. I mean, Admiration Express is going to be have to be at the top of a game and knock her off and get the right sure. and get the right run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and funny Chris, she like got a bit wobbly when the pressure went on, which was understandable. Yeah, that she, was she understandable. gassed out first up, but and she came again late, which was significant. But you know, if the pressure goes on again and Admiration Express has got to improve three or four wide around a horse like Let It Boogie, what sort of margin can feels playful Nick? Sort of hugging the rail. So the rise to 1800 might be an Admiration Express's um, uh, favour more than feels playful, but might we don't be, know that. Yeah. We're only speculating on that as well. So it's funny with, with Admiration Express here, her her chances might almost come down to how well let her boogie <laughs> goes, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, and if it's going as well as Roy, then probably Roy says, and they'll probably be running for second behind let her boogie. So, yeah. She's Fitz, interesting runner for me. Really like this filly building towards yeah. the Oaks. I know she's only a maiden, but uh, got a bit of quality about her. Um, so, look out for her. Sort of, if, yeah, if she can even follow Fields Playful through and come out underneath a, a weakening letter boogie, then she's a big place chance. She's fit. Um, yeah. Just be interesting to see what Stevie Parnham does with Mary Martini from one, whether he boots up to follow Fields Playful, whether Sean McGrady can, can, can get there, mm -hmm. can get there with She's Fit. That's a great position for She's Fit to be in, whether McGrady can get there or not. It's another thing, but. If she gets there, tracks feels playful the entire and gets gets rolling, then look out for her sort of working home and, and running it like a slashing sort of Natasha trial as well. Linda Lady Megami, she's for the big watchers moving towards the, the 2,000 metre plus features. Megami will settle well enough to yep. get the, the 2,000. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I no. love Megami. I yeah. think I think Tagide's missed a little bit of a trick. I know he's been picking up midweekers, fifty, no worries, but she was going well enough to win anything on a Saturday. Yeah. Like, I think there was a, those points being earned on a Wednesday should have been on a Saturday and you're getting triple the prize money or double yeah. the prize money. A bit so. like Star Sheen, really, like you, when you've got yeah. a horse ready to win a Saturday, you got to catch yeah, it. And you just waste, yeah, and you're just wasting points. By the time you go to a Saturday, you're carrying more weight than you, you want to be for your first whack at it. So. Look, I think Admiration 
Express is going to turn the tables. But the way the market is at the moment, I'm, I don't know, I'm sort of, I go, I'm leaning. I'm leaning. The leader feels playful. Leaning. Market's bang on. I'm mm. third favourite. She's fit, by the way. Okay. It's yeah. a speed map, real yeah. speed map race for me. So, um, yeah, maybe a little, it could be a good little same race multi type thing or a trifecta. Those two should definitely run your three. She's fit. I'm pretty confident will run. Uh, well, not pretty confident, but I think at the price, it, it's the one that provide value in that sense. Yeah. Top four. I think there's a good little uh, opportunity to to bet around a race on, on speed map here. Yeah? Okay. Race eight is the Enemec. Dead out of stakes, 1,800 metres. Say weights and penalties here. Marachino, the Ted Van Hemp stakes winner. He also won the, the Northern Cup and another feature, Stang Race, en route to the Perth Cup, which he was scratched from, unfortunately, but uh, he would have been a live winning chance there when he, I think he was weighted mm. at 59 and a half or something like that, Marachino. But uh, he returned 70 days between runs, so 70 days since he knocked off Steinem in the Ted. Steinem, of course, is racing, resuming as well at uh, Sandown this Saturday, but at the under the conditions of this race, I said weights and penalties, Marachino looks super well-placed. Um, I mean, Corn Cobb is an 80, what's he, an 80-something Raider, and he's basically your, your second fave. So Nerf Boss, wait. second fave now. Nerf Boss, mm. second favourite. So uh, Nerf Boss, of course, was flying prior to the Perth Cup where I don't think, I think he was one of the horses who copped a bit of an injury in the first running of the Perth Cup, and he wasn't the same horse on uh, on Perth Cup 2.0, but he's back 42 days between runs, and um, Neville had him flying prior to the Part of the cup and um, yeah, Corn Cobb, what a story. He's been from Jelton to Campbell McCullum as well. Jay McNaught takes the ride in William Pike's absence, but really I think it just comes down to price, doesn't it, Marachino? Uh, yeah, with Nerf Bosk, I think as well. I think it's um, been a long enough period now where it's lost its uh, thingy for set weights and penalties. That's why it's weighted as such, I would believe. That'd be the case, wouldn't it? Uh, lost its penalty for the Perth Cup? Yeah, I think Potentially. so. I can check on yeah, that. Yeah, because it would have been... Just over two years ago now, and isn't it the statute limitations two years? I'm just looking. So yeah, he doesn't have a, doesn't have a penalty, Nerf Boss. So nah. you're right. Not that's going. I think Nerf Boss is past it, so it's not probably going to get. Well, it's it can probably win, but it's not going to get me. Uh, this race is a funny one. I, I was almost glad Marachino didn't go up. I'm short Marachino, very short. Mm. Like you can't mark a second favorite. Like I'm I'm Ugard Loki second favorite at about thirteen dollars purely on. And there's been a little bit of money for Ugard Loki. I noticed. Um, like I was hoping I saw thirty to one maybe. Mm. Um, but the reason I, I was sort of happy Marachino went up at two twenty or whatever it went up. You know, never ever even a consideration price. It should win. It should win comfortably. Its trial on Monday was was wonderful, but. You're 70 days between runs at 1,800 metres and you're going to be leading. As good as you are, it comes down to a training performance. You know, this it, you very simply just might not be fit enough to lead and run out of strong. We don't do this very often in WA. It's a real UK top setup. Um, we were really keen on this race last year, BJ, if you remember, on Platoon. Mm -hmm. We absolutely declared it. It was sevens into threes. And the reason I was so happy to get so involved in Platoon, A, because I thought it was a very good price. But B was the fact that it's going to sit and sprint, and I don't mind them when they're fresh going to do that. So um, that's why I think Marachino – I'm $2.20, so I'm definitely not talking you out of it. I'm My plan is to wait for bet theory yeah. and hope I get a price, but I can't see how there's money anywhere else. I can't see where on earth any money is going to possibly come, but I'm also happy not jumping in at the 230, 240. Platoon um, should have won. Any, um, should have won. Exactly right. Yeah, Platoon <laughs> was an absolute mile of <laughs> 
just to just to open some old wounds for you, BJ. <laughs> um, but yeah, so wait for a Maritano drift, which I can't see how it uh, eventuates because I just can't see. I can't see Nerf bots getting any shorter. I can't see Corn Cob um, Jade on getting any shorter. No nope. apologies, Bear Bones. Come nope. right back. Doesn't get any shorter. General nope. Grant is a battler. Um, Bruce Almighty's flying. Just mm. can't draw a gate. True Attractions uh, capable. It just I don't know if it's going to get the right pattern. I, I didn't mind its last trial. I think I think it's one that can improve. I, yeah, Black Shadow. You think's going to need it? Pat's got Sass is only battling at best. There's just nothing in this. So Maritano should win. But again, as good as it is, if fitness tells, you know what I mean? There's got to be a price you need for that. So mm. three bucks would be lovely, but I don't know how you possibly get that. Yeah, I'm with you. The loot, backing the Luch in, uh, he's been champion trainer for decades, Louis, and he would have, he knows what he's got here with Maricino, Northern Cup. They won the Scahill Cup, that race was called, uh, defeating Nerf Boss with 60.5 that day. So it was five and a half kilos between um, Nerf Bosk and Maricino and Maricino came out on top won the Van Hempst with 59 kg so if um, yeah if he's anywhere near right Maricino I think he's just he's just, oh, what, what, what was what this was, is such good play like, oh, it'll perfect. absolutely break if it's right it will it could win by five yeah. like there is no and issue I've got Troy no Turner, issue but Troy it's just Turner 70 has, days uh, and it, you could it's so interesting leading off 70 days I'm just fascinated but it's a yeah, I don't know. There's not much precedence, really, in mm. that sense. Okay, so would you if you They're don't probably get, be three lengths off? It's probably be three you, lengths off. It's best and wins. Yeah. yeah, if you don't back Maritino, if it doesn't get to your price, what are some of the horses you to, could uh, consider for a little respect? I mean, Ugo Loki probably. Yeah, um, purely on the the win in the um, in the we were there. BJ, what was the race? Pinjara. Mile, yeah, $100,000 Pinjara mile at 100 to 1. It was first up that day. So a little freshen up here. Clint, I presume, has had the choice of come right back in it. Um, so if I was going to ping one out, it would be it. But again, saying that, I'm $12, $13 and I'm, I'm definitely not interested or really too perturbed about the 15 at the moment. So that would be the one. But that's, again, purely on just speculation, mm. BJ. True Attraction won this race last year. Adam Durant and Paddy Carberry. It did. Maricino was in the race. Maricino went super. It was in a three-wide line. This race last year, there was a stack of speed with mm. Cockney Crew and Sentimental Queen might have gone forward. Uh, I can't remember the others. But, yeah, it's a, just a different setup this year. There's no pressure on Maricino in this race either. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have thought on paper. Bruce might go forward, but it was a really good last start. He ridden quiet. That's probably the one that's a shame that hasn't drawn any gate because I reckon it would have been, um, would have been a live hope on its last run. Yeah, he's going well, old Bruce, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, so the year before last was last line, Steve Miller and Ryan Hill, and then prior to that was Arctic Stream for Ross Price and Paul Harvey, Star Exhibit the year before that. I think Star Exhibit, when it won, it was having its first start since the Perth Cup. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, Maritino really just – he just he keeps, mark, who keeps mark getting – Who do you mark second favourite? Who do you mark second favourite? Oh, I'd have to mark Nerf, Nerf Boss second favourite. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's a tough one, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, would you take – yeah, yeah. No, I, no, such not. a bad race. Yeah. yeah. Such a such a poor, poor, um, poor race after Maricena. No Do you know what's going to be a challenge here. is if Maricena gets rolled, the handicap is going to have a challenging 
review of this race, Marachino currently. Oh, it depends where Marachino runs. Yeah, if it runs, if it just if it like the one thing it could do is puncture. If it punches and runs eighth, you, probably you, don't, just you don't penalize the winner yeah. in that way. Yeah. yeah. So it's a 109 Marachino. Mm. Next highest rater is a True Attraction 94, Nerf Boss 94, and it goes all the way down to Pat Scott Sass at uh, 72. So, um, yeah, it could be an interesting review for the handicappers come Monday. But, yeah, that's the detonator stakes. Marachino could be dominant out in front. All right, Terry. It's that time. It is, BJ. It is the get out stakes. S. Yes. S T E A K S. I thought you were going to say S H A N E after Shane Page. Shane. Back to back winner. Joining uh, Mark Miller there as uh, the only back to back winners in the history of the get out stakes. But extremely popular Twitter based competition. It's brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. Located out at Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, he runs the operation. Good team out there at Market City Meats. Swing past, say good day, red carpet treatment every day out at Market City Meats. Shane Page, Bragwell last week, Tad Weir the week before. Can he make it three oh, on the truck? Surely trot? not. Or price. Betfair should put up a market, really. You'd want 100 to 1. 100 to 1? You'd want 100 to 1. We get more than 100 entrants, wouldn't we? So, yeah, you'd want 100 to 1, I reckon. Shame. Then again, you got to follow form. Yep. Yeah. You know what they say? Did, oh, the, someone did, someone the, wrote, did the goat Shane Nichols? Pike in the last. Yeah. Was the Shane? You know, yeah, you know. yeah. He's already he's getting a cult following yeah, already. understandable. Did did Schnicko, mm. um, Sean. Go back to back? Did, no, he never went back to back, <laughs> but he's, so. he's won five. Yeah. And there's a few that have won four. So Shane's He retired just, after five too, didn't he? He did. Yep. Yeah, he is an Someone else have some meat. He <laughs> <laughs> um, salt the season. <laughs> um, I, think, I think he was starting to get denied entry at a market city meet. That was Schnicko. So uh, anyway, but if you want to enter this week's Get Out Stakes competition, let us know who you think will win race nine at Ascot this Saturday. Decimal winning, who wins? Decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And never forget the Sam White rule, Terry. Uh, first in best dressed, be a J. Who do you like here? Who leads? Who leads? Who uh, leads? Does Moi Chua lead? Oh, I didn't have Moi Chua leading, no. No, I think they like riding Moi Chua with, with a bit of cover. Ned last Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it was super. It was really quick out the gates last Saturday. Uh, other than that, I thought, yeah, no, no Ballady might scramble across, but it uh, it didn't push forward the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sir Mambo's drawn 10, better 1,200 metres, yes. So. They've got to go forward with Sir Mambo. Yeah. I think after winning, you've got to try and follow the same pattern if it's got the same gate speed. Yeah. Woodbug could be a pest Woodbug. from 11. Interesting. Capital Flight is um, – they should have probably owned the front, I'd suggest, two starts ago on their race Talatorian, but – as I alluded to, there's always the overreaction. Oh, we let and failed. We can't do that again. Yeah, you're being pressured the entirety of the journey. So, mm. um, fun fact, which we said last week as well, Luke Campbell unbeaten. Capital Flight, he's four from four. Capital Flight was scratched last Saturday. He lunged forward in the mm. barrier and had an abrasion to his nostril. So, he was scratched just prior to the start of the race won by Beads at Pinjara last Saturday. If he's taken no ill effect from that, he's the he's the one for me. What price are they sharpening him up into at the moment, Terry? It might have been a um, blessing in disguise, to be honest with you, that yep. it was scratched from a, a straight race because this is pretty thin, this one. Uh, he's been backed fours into 3.30. Mm-hmm. So tactics will be very interesting and in what they decide to do 
with him, I, I, I don't know. I thought his prior, I thought his win over Tadweer, I guess it looks better now in time, doesn't it, beating Tadweer, who's come out and won since. Uh, I thought his run by an Alatorian was, yeah, I don't know. I'm not convinced he's returned in, in great order, but that still might be good enough to win this. So, mm. um, but yeah, go forward for me. BJ, I, I, I've had a, I've had a tough time with this Galloper over the journey. We've, um, we've had our, we've had our downs and downs, no ups at this point in time. I've had a couple of ups, but a few downs. Yeah, too. I can't remember. They, they were too long ago for me to remember those. So, uh, most recent trial, I thought was super. First trial was was soft. They knew what they were doing. Um, we'll be in traffic. In fact, it's late in the day. I always like that if you're back mm. and one in a bit of traffic. But from before, hopefully, you can kick up. Just be three back, uh, one off the fence type thing. And uh, look, there's there's not much fear factor in this race. I really like Moishu, Moishua as a horse. I really like Capital Flight. I don't know how well Capital Flight's going. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like they've all been racing and racing and racing and racing. And go forwards fresh. A lot of those failures last campaign you can put down to the um, the given the track. It was very well noted that it does not handle the given the track. And there was also a couple of races where it should have won. It was held up. And it's been an unlucky horse. So we saw Chris and Michael have a double a couple of weeks ago. And I reckon, I reckon they can keep the party going here. So Rock Magic Room. Oh, I'm going was. again. I'm going again. Go forward. I'm on, a, I'm on a day where I don't like too much. I might have to just about make it my best. I don't yeah, know. they're the two, aren't they? Mm. Well, and more. They're the, the three class horses. Should be one, two, three. It drops off quite alarmingly after. Uh, Does well. There's no rain. Classic Magnus beat Tadwia carrying the same weight as it now gets. It's um, yeah. There's not much depth to this 66 plus. It goes from a 60 to a 66, and arguably it's not too much more difficult. So yeah. you got to suggest it's not impossible. But does lightning strike twice off 35 days? Forest Wall will always hit the line hard if they go go mad, but dearie me. Yeah, good luck back in the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. Go forward. Very good. All right, that's the Own the Dream 2023, 2023 Grand Finale Handicap, a.k.a. the Get Out Stakes Race 9 at Ascot this Saturday. Let's take a break, Terry, and when we come back, we'll do our best betting propositions, our maddies and our lays for the day. All right, we're in the home stretch here, Terry. We want our Betfair best betting propositions for Detonator Stakes Day. Mm. Pass? Is that, no, is that an option? Cool. Is that an option? Uh, tossing up between race six, Planet Cash, and race nine, go forward. I'm going to go with the value option, and I reckon it'll start even longer than the current price of six, seven bucks. So race six, Planet Cash. I reckon we can back it each way late. Okay. Uh, my Betfair... Best is Sizzle Me Patrick. <laughs> I knew I knew you were gonna go. I knew. I knew. Well, look. I just the horse has just got BJ written all over it. <laughs> Sizzle Me Patrick. If it wins, then uh happy, happy days. Um I don't mind that. Yeah. On a day where you've got no standout sort well, of Well, I was gonna go standout. Bernia, but really I was gonna go Maricino, but really, so put me neck out there, Sizzle Me Patrick. We're not here to fornicate with spiders, are yeah. we? All right. Uh, lay. Look, I am going to bet around Casino 17 in that particular race. Lay. Who's lay? lay? Casino 17. It's funny you say it. That's so mean, BJ. <laughs> um, I laid Bonnie Rock in the first. I don't think its run was any better than um, Warrelly Lass or There Was a Time, and they're both significantly longer in the market. So I laid Bonnie Rock. Mad. Race one. 
Mad. Well, it's not mad because someone's backed it, but I reckon it'll get back to very close to mad and I'm going to back it each way. So bold success. Um, probably Nagata in the same race as well. I reckon that might get to mad as well. Bold success. That's the one we're going to go with. Hoping we see some 20 bucks late each way. Straight to the front. Off you go, Lukey Campbell. You beauty. You beauty. Uh, my Maddie in race number seven, number 12, she's fit. Philly on the way up, $20 best available at the moment. So I'm $1 shot. Can you give me that? I'll give you that. Uh, yeah. I'll give you that. I don't mind that as well, BJ. It's good. Um, yeah. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. All, all, my, all my layers just win these days. So 100%. Just they do. Get on. Yeah, make sure you back them late, though. <laughs> We're getting the price. We're getting the prices right. This one, I'm not too sure. This is that'll be a fascinating market to watch with your Casino Seventeen. Yeah. So yep. traditionally, they always drift when the Apprentice goes on, but uh, it's been winning so dominantly. It's um, yeah, fascinating. Lots of back of the horses in that. That's why I'm very confident the the runners we want will um, drift the the roughies. Mm-hmm.